Hey, 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 guys. Welcome to today's Daily Dose of Awesome, your 15 minutes of inspiration, education, and motivation to get your day going strong. My name is Bob Clark, if you don't know me. Um, kind of maybe the co-founder, if you will, of the Daily Dose of Awesome back in the day. Uh, great to come back here periodically and share with you guys uh, into what's become an, an amazing resource with the guys at EMP have done with Daily Dose of Awesome. So I'm super happy to be here. When you come in, make sure you let me know uh, that you're here, where you're, where you're coming in from. And if you're here for the replay, give me a hashtag replay. I do go through later and go through all my uh, comments and answers. So if I don't get you live, I'll get you on recording. Bart, how are you, man? Good to see you. Happy, glad you're here. In today's Daily Dose of Awesome, guys, I'm going to reveal to you how to write really effective headlines without needing to be an experienced copywriter. Okay, specifically, I'm going to talk about um, five powerful tips for writing kick-ass headlines, okay, that you don't even need any experience for to do, and seven examples of my own personal headlines that really kicked butt and got a lot of uh, success. So that's what we're going to cover today. It's going to be a fast 15 minutes. Make sure that you are basically, you know, taking notes, listening intently, putting everything else away. This is 15 minutes. is yours and mine, okay? Let's do it together. All right, uh, let's see who else is here. Michael, good to see you. Samra, welcome. Pamela is here. Awesome. F from California. A lot of people from California here. Samra from Jersey. I'm from Jersey too. I split my time now between Naples, Florida, and New Jersey. Excuse me, New, New Jersey. So uh, it's, it's a little bit different temperatures, as you can imagine. So a little bundled up today. It's getting a little chilly. We're into fall now here in the Northeast. Noella, good to see you. How are you from Ohio? Awesome, awesome. You guys are great piling in. Keep telling me like where you're coming from so I can say hi to you as we do it. Okay, so this is going to be a fast 15 minutes. Like I said, I've got a lot to cover. So if you're able to, if you're not driving or something, grab a notebook, grab a pen. You can take some notes. Uh, if you're driving, don't do that. But maybe you can watch the replay and, and take some notes after that. Michelle, good to see you from Denmark with no distractions. I love it. Awesome. Great. All right, guys, let's dig into it, all right? How to write effective headlines without being a professional copywriter. Now, here at EMP, we're blessed. We have some amazing copywriters. Uh, Vitaly Grimblatt is our main copywriter, and he's awesome. If you read his emails, you know how awesome he is. Uh, many other people in the group, Fernie, Tim, um, you know, all these guys, they are great copywriters, uh, and they're experienced. They've done it for years. But you don't need to have years of experience as a copywriter to write great emails, great copy, if you will, or great headlines. Today, I'm going to give you a few tips on how to do that, okay? Um, first and foremost, one of the most important aspects of copywriting is going to be the headline, okay? Headline, subject line, what do you want to call it? Um, it's the gateway, okay? It's the gateway to everything else you're doing. So if you don't have a good headline, right, you're pretty much sunk because no matter how good your copy is after that, nobody is going to go past the headline if it's not something that's going to make them move forward. It's, it's the gateway. Okay, that's what I call it. But before I go through the writing great headlines, let's talk about copywriting in general. Let me give you a few tips that I've picked up along the way. Now, look, I'm not a professional copywriter, um, but I, I have had people tell me that my copy is awesome, that people love my emails, uh, that they look forward to opening them. So I must be doing something right. So let me share with you what I've learned so far. Again, I'm not a professional, but let me share with you. Okay, number one, write like you talk. Okay, Diane Hockman taught me this. 
I see too many people trying to be so professional in their emails with these big fancy words and trying to be like so perfect and everything and, you know, using like super big words, right? Um, write like you talk. Okay. If that's the way you talk. Okay. You can write like that. But most people don't. Okay. Most people have a conversational way. And my best emails are in a very conversational tone. Like I'm sitting down with you one-on-one over a cup of coffee somewhere at a coffee shop maybe and just talking. My emails are like that. Okay. I'm talking about emails to my list. Uh, but this can be anything from, you know, um, story ad copy. It can be status updates on your, on your, um, on your social media accounts. It can even be a script to use for a video, right? Make it conversational. Um, don't don't make it stuck up. Don't make it feel artificial. Use contractions. Okay, use can't instead of cannot, or haven't instead of have not. I mean, most people don't. Most people speak in contractions when they when they speak in a normal tone, right? I, I do. Um, it's like like I said, it's like just having a conversation with your reader and use punctuation, but use it sparingly. Okay, when you, when you write ad copy or some kind of copy, it's often people I see it all the time, they use like five exclamation points, right? And that's something you probably wouldn't do in normal conversation, normal writing, unless you were so excited. And sure, if that's the case, go ahead and use five exclamation points. But in general, don't overuse your punctuation. Okay, use it, but use experimentally and use it where it would make sense in a conversation. And finally, be relatable, be vulnerable, and be inclusive, okay? You want to write your emails or write your copy like you're talking to one person. Okay, one person, you and me, talking one-on-one. That's how you want it to come out on your emails, on your videos, on your ad copy, on your status updates. Right? That's how you want it to come out. So I, I will rarely write an email where I talk about they or 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 something that insinuates a lot of people, or you guys, for example. I, I use that sometimes, but I try to get away from it. It's, it's going to be you and me, okay, one-on-one. See, this is just common sense, right? This is normal stuff. You don't have to be a professional copywriter to do this, right? Okay. So number one, write like you talk. Number two, make it easy to read, okay? Uh, most people, when they're reading an email, for example, or reading on social media, they read up to down. They don't read sideways. So I tend to keep my sentences short, my paragraphs short, and lots of space in between my paragraphs just to make it easy to scan because that's what people are doing. They're scanning. Right, so make it easy for them. Don't make it difficult. When I open emails, or if I see a social media update, and it's got blocks and blocks of text, I don't know about you, but but I tend to shy away from it unless it's something super interesting to me. I kind of just keep going. I, I, I exit out the email. I scroll through my news feed. I don't look at it. Does that make sense, guys? Do you, do you kind of agree with that? Let me see. Oh, wait, lots of comments here, and I'm missing them all. Sorry. Yikes. Shavon, I hope I'm saying that right, from Tennessee in the house. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Only one punctuation. <laughs> I love that. Awesome. Okay, so make it easy to read, okay? Uh, lots of space, short sentences, short paragraphs. Um, make it look like this instead of wide like this. And also use pictures, okay? Use pictures in your emails whenever you can to break things up. It makes a whole lot of difference. Number three, clarify the obvious, Okay. Um, they say you should write your emails or your or your your copy for like the fifth grader, right? So, you know, I often find myself using words that I would maybe use in my scientific career. I'm, I'm a healthcare professional. I sometimes use words like that where I could be using a much simpler word, 
And that's what you got to try to do when you're writing copy is just clarify the obvious, right? Make sure you're, you're being using very simple language uh, and just being as obvious as you can. Don't want to make, you don't make people guess what you want. You want to tell them. All right. Number four, tell, don't sell. I know you've heard this a million times, but stories are so much more engaging than you telling somebody about something like, so we're talking about benefits here. If you're talking about product benefits and, um, not so much just what it's all, you know, what, what exactly the the product is, for example, but what it does, if you will. So, so this is one of the main reasons that you go to live events, especially for your your primary company and the and also for the EMP events, any other events. You go for the stories, right? Yeah, you go to learn, yeah, but the stories you pick up, okay, will be invaluable in how you can write your emails, right? Do your videos, right? Write your ad copy. That's why you're always doing Facebook ad stories, correct? Because stories are so much easier to follow. They're so much more fun to read. They're so much more engaging and relatable, right, than just being like kind of boring, blah, 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 talking fact after fact after fact. Those have their, their space, but not really in copy for email marketing or something like that. So make sure you're using stories. Be a collector of stories, right? Be a collector of stories for your business, the things that happen to you, things that happen to people you know, results that people got, right? Be a collector of those stories. Write them down. Put them in a file somewhere in your computer so you can refer back to them because sometimes it's hard to remember, especially if it didn't happen to you, right? Um, but every once in a while, you want to have those stories ready to, you know, locked and loaded, ready to go when someone asks you something about your, your business, for example. Um, super important because I'm going to tell you, um, there aren't too many emails that I write that don't contain some kind of a story. And as I'm going to show you, sometimes my story has nothing to do with anything about business, but I relate it back. Okay, so stories are super important. Number five, be a contrarian. Okay, those are big words, right? Be someone who isn't afraid to call somebody out or to speak in a way that others usually won't speak. So, you know, in general, I see people writing emails to people in business and they're they're very afraid to alienate anyone. Okay, whereas I, I do the opposite sometimes. Yeah, I'm inclusive, right? I, I do try to include everybody, but sometimes I'll challenge people, right? I'll challenge people because, number one, I, I want to kind of shrink my list a little bit. And I want to get people on there who are super engaged with me, super polarized to me. Uh, but also, you stand out that way. Everybody else is, is trying to be so nice and so proper um, and I don't mean you have to have to curse unless you do normally. Um, I don't know that you, I'm not saying that you have to be in people's face all the time. You know, like, no, I'm not saying that, but be willing to do what other people don't. Okay. Um, so, so for example, I'll give you an example. I will oftentimes when I'm promoting an affiliate product in my emails, I will flat out tell people, okay, this is for. For example, people who want to make videos. Then I'll say right underneath it, this is not for people who don't have any interest in videos, right? This is not for people who have a lot of video success. This is for people who are struggling to make videos because they're scared, right? So I'm, I'm qualifying it right there. I'm not afraid to tell people who it's not for. And will it hurt my sales? No, because those people would, would have never have bought anyway. Okay, so this is not going to really hurt them. So... 
let me I was like, if, I'm gonna go a little bit over if that's okay with you guys because I, I got so much to share but I want to share it with you let me read to you if, if you don't mind let me read to you one of my emails that I wrote to my list that was really challenging okay I got some unsubscribes from it I'm not gonna lie it didn't bother me but it's really it was really in their face challenging so I'm gonna read it and I'm sorry you know um, I don't I can't memorize it so I gotta read it <laughs> I gotta read it right from the screen okay so here is part of that email said, what I'm about to say to you might piss you off. You might even curse at me. Heck, you might even feel like unsubscribing. If so, there's a link at the bottom. Feel free to unsubscribe, no hard feelings. You ready? There's one thing you totally have to get if you want to build a life-changing business. And that's this, that's this. Excuses don't hold water, okay? There is no excuse good enough. Excuses are what people use when they don't want to face the truth. You want a truth? Here goes. No matter how bad you have it, your lack of time, your lack of health, your lack of money, no matter what excuse you have for not taking action in your business, there's always someone else worse off than you who is crushing their business. Always. When my mentor said to me, said that to me, it changed everything. Up until then, I was really good at making time excuses. I'm so busy at my job. I barely have time to breathe. But the truth is, there was always someone out there with less time than me who was crushing it. That's the truth. It was a hard pill to swallow, but I hope I wanted to change my life. Nowadays, you'll never hear me use that as an excuse because I remember those words my mentor told me. There's always somebody worse off than you who's crushing their business. Ouch. That probably stings, right? But it's, it's meant to sting. It's meant to wake you up. It's meant, to foil, it's meant to foil all your lame excuses. Physical limitation, there's always somebody out there with worth physical ailments in you who's crushing it. Money woes, I promise you there's someone out there who is in much worse financial situation than you who's crushing it. Relationship problems, you get the idea. Still with me? Haven't subscribed yet? Cool, that means you get it. And if you get it, truly get it, you won the battle. Not the war, but a battle, and it's a big one. Okay, so that was, for me, one of my pivotal emails to my list because they basically, you know, I want people out there who, who there's no excuses, right? No excuses. No, I don't have time stuff. I hear that all the time. I'll, I'll tell you, I've, I've really, I don't think I've ever met anyone who actually had such a time limit that they couldn't build a business and haven't found it. So, I was in their face. I challenged them. I got some people jump off my list. That's fine. Sometimes you got to be contrarian, right? You got to be contrarian. All right. Let me. I got some others, but let me let me jump ahead because I'm 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 running out of time. Okay. So, copywriting. What do you focus on first? Headlines. Headlines, right? Like I said, the gateway. Headlines are subject lines. Headlines of of um, sales sales pages. Um, the first sentence or two of your copy, maybe of your status update, of your Facebook ad, right? Those can be those can be considered headlines. They're all considered headlines. All right. Tips to, to creating really effective headlines. Let's get through them real quick. There's five of them. Number one, make it bold, okay? Headlines are not the place. They're not the place to be wishy-washy, okay? You got to make it bold. You can't be timid. Uh, boring is the enemy, okay? got to be bold. Number two, building curiosity. I have to say, this is one of the things I'm best at. 
building curiosity. Um, when you you kind of make it when people like what what was that? What what that's about? That's a response you want from your headline, so they'll click and they'll keep going. Use numbers. Okay, number three is use numbers. Uh, people love lists. They love numbered lists. So I use numbers a lot in my in my headlines. Uh, number four is refer to pictures inside. I'm going to show you an example of that in a minute. Uh, people love pictures. Number five, ask questions or ask for a favor. And that, that, that's kind of contrary to what other people will teach you. But I found some of my best emails, open rates, have been when I've asked for a favor in my headline. All right, so you guys good? You guys getting this? Give me a thumbs up uh, or whatever you do, guys do. Um, I don't know what you're doing here. Um, just give me a thumbs up if you're getting this. And you know, is it okay with you guys if I go another five minutes or so? I know I'm over the 15 minutes, but I, I have some, some examples of my personal emails uh, that got really big open rates. I want to I share it with you. So if that's cool, let me know. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe I'm missing some comments here, but they fly by so fast here. All right, fist pump. I like it, Tracy. Thank you. Michael, thumbs up. Awesome. Good. Glad you're getting value, guys. So let me give you some of my personal examples from emails I've sent to my list uh, that have gotten some of the biggest open rates. Now, my open rates, um, they used to hover around 20%, which isn't bad. I mean, it sounds low, but that's maybe average for people with a list. Um, my open rates now are, are hovering more 30%, sometimes 40%, almost 50% from some of the tweaks I've made in my headline um, in my headlines, and uh, I want to share those with you. So I've gone through my list of emails, and I've picked out some of the ones that have gotten the best open rates. So let me, let me take a sip of my tea here from my Elite Marketing Pro Cup. <laughs> okay. This will be fun. Again, I'm going to read it because I can't memorize this stuff. These are my top headlines that, get, that got the best open rates, okay, in, in the recent, recent past. Number one. I'm only doing this for you. I'm only doing this for you. That was the headline. Got a 35% open rate from, from people on my list. Um, basically, I was offering free consultation sessions of 15 minutes for people who wanted help and didn't know where to turn. Um, why was that headline effective? Curiosity, right? It made people feel special, inclusive. I think that's why people resonated with that and what they want to see what I was offering. It was curiosity. Number two, all right, um, and this was the headline to the email I just wrote to you. I believe this is the one, yeah. Uh, this may tick you off, feel free to unsubscribe. That was the headline. That was the subject line. This may tick you off, feel free to unsubscribe. Bold, challenging, most people got to open that email, right? They got to open to see what I'm talking about. That got a 38% open rate. Okay. Bold. Number three. This is good. Cool before and after pick. That was my subject line in my email. 39% open rate. Okay. And basically, what I was just showing people, <laughs> you got to laugh. It was before and after picks of my new of the driveway I put in, in, in my house in Naples. Before gravel, after paving stones. Big difference, right? I had, I had before and after pics in the email. Nothing to do with marketing. Nothing to do with my business. But I just pivoted in the email, gave them a little PS line, and told them about a training that I, that I was doing and that they should join. Right? You don't need to write these incredibly 
beautiful business emails all the time. Tell, get people involved in your life. Tell stories. Show pictures. Got a great before and after pic in, in, of your life? Show it. People will love it. Okay? Cool before and after pic, 39% of the people open that. And that's huge, believe me. And this, in email marketing, Vitaly will tell you, that's, that's pretty good. Number four, this is how simple it gets, guys. My subject line was, jeesh, G-E-E-S-H, exclamation point, one, one exclamation point. 42.5 people who got that email opened it, right? And it was basically just me kind of like going, ha, about students that challenge their coaches. And I've seen it all the time. Uh, I was just telling the story of how this guy basically challenged me and tried to prove me wrong, right? And he paid me to be his coach. So kind of weird, right? One word, subject line, huge open rate. And, and it's not hypey, right? It's not like free this or or you know explosion or it's none of that stuff, right? That's that's like sometimes there's a place for that, but you don't need it. Okay, this was a good one. Number number uh, five, tragedy on the farm. Pick inside. So tragedy on the farm. Sorry, um, um, quote or um, brackets. Pick P I C. Tragedy on the farm. Pick. So that tells them. Why, why did this work? Open rate for that one was 45%, 40, 44%. All right. Why, why did that work? Kind of played to people's negative curiosity. People, for some reason, a lot of them are gravitated toward looking at, you know, it's, it's like when people drive by and, and see an accident, right? Right, all the people they, they, they turn their head, they watch everything goes slow on the other side because people want to see. This is what that was kind of playing on, right? Tragedy on the farm. Pick. I don't know about you, but I would always open that email, um, and it got a big, it got a big open rate, forty-five percent. And basically, what that was, my my daughter has an alpaca farm, and one of her moms gave birth, and then she died a few days later. And my daughter and and her husband basically fed that baby alpaca, bottle fed it. Um, all night, all throughout the night, they took turns. And the whole message of, you know, you got to do what you got to do to make things go, right? And my daughter did it. You can do it in business. That was how I turned it toward business. Two more, and I'll be done. Um, here's a good one. Apparently, I'm a misogynist. That got a 45% open rate. I barely go political. I, I rarely go political in my emails. But this one time, I did a little bit. I started talking about the whole Kavanaugh thing a little bit. And boy, I got a hater right off. Got a hater. Basically called me a misogynist pig. Blah, blah, blah. And you know what? I used it. I used it to talk about it in my emails. Right? It was bold. It was curiosity. It was a little bit negative, I guess. Um, but if you get haters, you get people who come and hate on you, talk about them. Talk about it. Make fun of them. <coughs> it's all part of it. It's fun. All right. And the last one. Got the highest open rate. And it was this, please vote now. Please vote now. It's a very simple email asking people which of the three blog posts I did that they liked the most. So number one, it got an open rate of 48%. Almost half the people opened it. And then number two, it got people to my website to read my blog posts. <laughs> and it also got a pretty good click-through rate. So people did go to my, my blog. Why is this really good for a subject line? Well, check it out. I used to call to action right in the headline. Please vote now, right? 
nothing, nothing rocket science about that. I just wanted an opinion. I was, I was going to pick out one blog post that I was going to use for something, and I wanted an opinion, and I know these guys on my list get me, and they helped me out. Ask for help. Ask them to vote now. Call to action right in the subject line. So, guys, the stuff I'm doing, that, that's all I'm going to do for now. The stuff I'm talking to you about, it's not rocket science. It's not hard. It's common sense. It's just being a little bit, um, you know, I, I maybe just thinking out of the box a little bit, mean being creative. Um, but it doesn't take years of copywriting studying to do this stuff. You could do it right now. I bet you can sit here right now and write, you know, 10 headlines for your next blog post, your next video, your next ad, uh, your next email that goes out, right? Write 10 headlines. Just write them out and try to, try to beat it in your own mind. Okay, this is, let me make it better. Let me make it better. Let me make it better. Uh, when you do that, um, I mean, now I can pretty much come up with head, headlines pretty easily, but before I had to write them out and try to get them to get to the point where they were good. Remember, curiosity, right? Curiosity is probably number one, all right? Because when you can make somebody curious enough to open your email, you've won half the battle, all right? So if nothing else, think curiosity. What can I do that will pique people's interest? That will get them to open this email or you know keep reading down the page of my ad right or that, that kind of stuff so guys let me know if this has helped you out I, I think um these are some of my best stuff guys this is some of my best stuff again i'm not a professional copywriter but this is what's worked for me um and if you if you really want to study copywriting look at vitaly's emails vitaly is an amazing copywriter um so definitely go study him but in the meantime practice okay practice writing Practice creating headlines. Practice writing emails. I always tell people in my coaching uh, mastermind, even if you have one person on your list, write regularly to that person, right? Because you want to get – it's a skill. You want to get used to it. It's like a muscle you build up. So even if you have one person, um, one person on your list, one follower on, on Facebook, which you guys have many, I know, um, write to them, right? If you don't have a list, practice in social media. Write like an email almost out on social media and on Facebook. Practice it, right, and get good at it. Make that first sentence something that's so laden with curiosity that they'll want to continue reading and tell a story. Telling a story and inducing curiosity, those are the two best I got, guys. So hope this has been really good for you guys, and um, I love being here. Thanks so much for joining me live. Appreciate all you guys. I will get back through the comments, I promise. They just go by way too fast, and I can't, I can't go through them so fast. So. Um, that's it for today, guys. I will see you in the next Daily Dose of Awesome, and uh, have a great afternoon. Take care.